Hello and welcome to A Good Book Review, a podcast where we sit down and review a wide variety of books that have been written for a Christian audience. My name is Alex Daniels and this is Chase Vitor. Yes, it is. Welcome to episode 16 of the program. We are incredibly excited to welcome back our dear friend and guest, Pastor Travis Albrecht, the lead pastor of Valley Brook Church in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Today, he'll be telling us a little bit about Brian Jennings' book, Dancing in No Man's Land. Dancing in No Man's Land was published just a few years ago, and it's available on Amazon for a price of $15.99 at the time of recording. All right. Like Chase said, Travis currently serves as the lead pastor for Valley Brook Church in downtown Eau Claire, Wisconsin. He has previously served with churches in Menominee, Michigan, and River Falls, Wisconsin. Prior to his pastorship, uh, Travis attended seminary at Bethel University in St. Paul, Minnesota. Having that said that, welcome back onto the podcast. Wow, it's great to, great to be back with you guys again, Alex and Chase. Thanks again for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Question number one, jumping right into it. Dancing in No Man's Land is subtitled Moving with Peace and Truth in a Hostile World. Uh, the, the book itself has an aesthetic cover which shows a black and white image of a ba- battlefield. Uh, and it's kind of highlighted by this red banner that uh, appears to be flowing across the, the, the cover there. Uh, Travis, would you be willing to kind of explain to us the analogy that's being used there on the cover of the book? And also, after that, what the main thesis of this book is? Yeah, so when I first tell, told you about this book, I know you were attracted to that. You're like, mm-hmm. wow, look at that cover. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's an image of, of World War One with the bunkers. And if you mm-hmm. can imagine... Uh, the uh, bunker warfare you've got two sides and you got no man's land in the middle and um and so the thesis of it is you know that that we usually tend to hang out in the bunker uh our bunker with people who are like-minded like us they think like us they vote like us they look like us um they believe like us and um and that doesn't always make us right and so uh, his thesis is that uh christians Followers of Jesus are called sometimes to leave our bunker to go out into no man's land where uh, not only are they, you know, if you stick your head up out of your bunker, you're you're liable to get shot at from the opposite <laughs> side. Yep. yep. But then when you crawl out into the no man's land, into peace country, you're also liable to get shot from behind from your own. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so his thesis is there um, coming out of our place to, to learn, uh, to lean into um, to do what God has called us to, to the bigger thing, mm-hmm. uh, to step out of our places into, into that dangerous space. And it's dancing. It's dancing. There's landmines out there. You're, you just, there's, there's a way about being a peacemaker when you're coming out of your bunker and trying to reach both sides. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So oftentimes the critique of the peacemaker mentality is that sometimes unity can be a purchase at the expense of conviction, which we've probably all seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, how does Brian Jennings speak to the issue of being diplomatic while retaining a sense of principle on matters of biblical conviction? Yeah, so he's unashamedly a Christian. And, you know, when we're talking about biblical convictions, you know, there's no waiver to that. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean, though, uh, that uh, reaching out and caring for the opposite side, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those who have opposing views from us, that doesn't mean that that we have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. It's just that we're willing to come out of our spaces. It's it's this here. Here's the illustration. Jesus was incarnate with us, right? He didn't just hang out in his bunker. He came yeah. into our spaces and into our places mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to love on us. And in that, their love demonstrated um, a 
peacemaking mentality to reconcile us to God. Mm. And he asks the same for us to do as well. And so we seek the common good for one another. And so hold on to your biblical convictions. But Jesus himself, he didn't he didn't just hang out with his like-minded people. He often, he, what was he called? Friend of sinners. sinners. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hung out with them. That, that's, he had to have left his camp to go ahead and, um, and to, to reach across the aisle to mm. love others. So. Yeah. Well, something that I thought of, does this, like, after reading this book, has it given you, like, an appreciation for, like, say, like, you have, like, opinion X, but it's given you, like, an appreciation for opinion Y. Like, has it given you, like, more of an appreciation for other views? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I don't have to agree with the other opinion, mm-hmm. but I, there's a reason why they have that opinion. Yeah. I'd like to learn and understand why, and, and it quite often sharpens my own, uh, you know, opinion sure. and... Um, but yeah, yeah, it certainly does. It's helped me to realize, you know, when I was younger in my faith, I realized that I had to have been right on everything, of right? Course. Yep. And so I was <laughs> yeah. right, which makes other people wrong. But the older you get, you realize you're not always right on everything. Mm-hmm. And there's there's wisdom that can be gained from from understanding other people. Presumably, this book has been a, a helpful resource for your ministry in Eau Claire as both a pastor, but also as a husband and as a father. Um, could you speak more to that? How has this book been used not only um, in your church life, but also in your personal life as, as a husband and as a dad? Yeah, so you know, this year, to, or well, 2020, I don't know, whenever your, your friends will be listening to it. Right. But in 2020, has been quite a year of, uh, you know, a political pandemic, racial tension, divisions, all that. It's been so, divi- it's such a divided culture. This book is, uh, you know, I had to come back and read it again. This in the midst of all that we were dealing with, mm-hmm. it's really helped me to see uh, that that we could, we tend to want to be, we're most comfortable when we're with people like us. Right. Again, going back to you know, people who look like us, think like us, believe like us, but that isn't always the best. And um, and God, God was using this book to help challenge me to break down those walls and. And, um, and there's also reassurance in there, too, as, as Jennings ad- addresses it, that when we come out of our bunkers, we're, <laughs> we're liable to get shot from where we came from as well. Right. And, and that's the risk we take as peacemakers, uh, as biblical peacemakers. So, uh, you know the old adage, right? People don't, know what, uh, don't care what you know until they know, until they know that you care. Know, yeah. And that's, 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 that's what this is speaking to. Uh, showing people that I that I'm willing to care, to to come into their spaces and places and yeah. where they're thinking, it doesn't mean I have to agree with it, but I, yeah. it's my approach to it. Yeah, and yeah, it's winsome. Yeah, it is. And um, and then most specifically, <laughs> if you are on social media, <laughs> this book really teaches you how to speak speak better to mm-hmm. others. Yep, not just be lobbing grenades or. You know, memes. yeah, <laughs> memes, you know, just throw it out there. A keyboard courage at home. That's what we call it. You know, you, yeah. you, it's really uh, you have a lot of courage to write it, but then you just kind of run away, you know, and just lob the grenade and then hit your bunker. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's been very helpful to me personally in our church and our culture. Yeah. yeah. So for reading this book, what kind of like attention does someone need to read this? And like, what's the time commitment that they need for reading it? Yeah, well, it, this is a quick read. It's a fun read. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brings in a lot of uh, illustrations. Um, both, you know, you don't have to be a lover of uh, a hist- history or war to to get it. 
but um, but it is uh, it's just take a few hours. It really is a difficult book to put down. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's it's a real page turner. Sweet. Um, pastor Travis, you do uh, a lot of work with a lot of different people as a pastor here in downtown Eau Claire. Um, describe to me the ideal person to whom you would be desiring to recommend this book. Uh, what does that person um, believe? What is that person hoping to achieve? What does that person struggle with or maybe not struggle with or hope to learn? Yeah, so I, I think any follower of Jesus needs to read this book. I mean, okay, big, big. I mean, I, I put it out there. Yeah. If that person's willing to lean into God and to difficult situations and willing to learn, like if you really want to up your ministry uh, to reaching uh, people who are different than you, uh, this is a book you need. Also, if there's conflict, also if you're wanting to learn how how a church should be operating in a very divided world right now, this is who should be reading this book. Hmm. Also, if you're the type of person who finds yourself fleeing from conflict, when you know first sign of conflict, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm I'm running away, or or the first sign of conflict, you rise up, you attack, mm-hmm. you know, you attack or you flee, yeah. uh, or I think there's a new one too, freeze, right? Um, oh, sure, yeah. just paralyzed thing. Flee, yeah. fight, or freeze. Yep, yep. Huh. any one of those. If that's your natural reaction to conflict, you you need to get your nose into to a book like this and. Huh. And uh, really see what God wants you to do with it. Because there's a reason why you're fleeing, you're fighting, or you're freezing right. in conflict. Mm-hmm. But find out what God wants you, what Jesus is calling you to do in that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in the book that could be perceived as excuse me, controversial? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's difficult for some uh, when they think of, all right, what, peacemaking must just mean I'm just going to agree. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm going to agree with the op, you know other party, and uh, you know in, in our recent culture we're finding let, let's just you know talk about racial tensions. So uh, to walk out into no man's land and or to go to a, a Black Lives Matter you know riot, uh, not a riot but a, a but a protest a rally, yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. and. Yeah. That, that would be a principle that, you know, some would say, whoa, 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 I just don't feel comfortable. I, I like, you know, people in the church should be in their own camp. You know, they should vote the same way. They should believe the same thing. They should think the same thing. Uh, and, and sure, there's a place for that, but that's not incarnational ministry. That doesn't put us into the spaces and places of other people. Mm-hmm. And so that that could be somewhat controversial. Somebody, you know, would think yeah. that, you know, Christians yeah. think we should isolate ourselves from the world. Yeah, we're not supposed to be of the world, but we're in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And so that, you know, that that's where I think some people would have some some controversial issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, looking back at the at the book, um, did you have any particular quotes or passages that you found uh, to be your favorite? Yeah, and I don't know where it was specifically. Because uh, actually, my book, I lent it out. I, I, and my two books, I have two of them. I lent them out. There are other people reading them. But uh, nice. the quote goes something like, you know, at the first sight of conflict, we flee to our bunker. Mm-hmm. You know, we run away, we flee. And um, our, our fractured world desperately needs a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think he says, people who are speaking gently, they're valuing truth, and they're thinking clearly. And so that's what um, you know, sticks out uh, from Jennings to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in episode three, you, you with us reviewed The Peacemaker by Ken Sandy. Uh, now talking about this book, how does this book compare to 
Peacemaker? Like, is there similarities, contrasts? Yeah, generally the same. I mean, any book that's going to talk about peacemaking, Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers. They'll be called sons and daughters of God. And there's so many one and one another passages in the Bible and how we're supposed to interact with one another. Uh, peacemaker is a very thorough biblical book on this topic of peacemaking. And it, it's really helpful for uh, personal uh, church relationships, um, how to I, uh, identify conflicts and, and a process to work through them. Uh, and so, it, you know, if, if, if your listeners haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen uh, to The Peacemaker. I think it's uh, episode three. Yep, yep three. episode three. Um, this, this book kind of approaches it from a different angle. It really compels us into the broader areas of ministry or into culture mm-hmm. uh, in terms of outreach, life. And then it, address, it, it looks for those landmines, those danger zones as well. And so it, it's, it's not as thorough. It's, it's just as biblical as Peacemaker. Um, both of them are, are grounded in scripture, um, but um, but it's but a much easier, lighter read for people. It's really probably a good one to start on, and then if you want to get you want to dig in deep, go to go to the Peacemaker by Ken Sandy. Okay, there's not any like overlap, is there? Like at any point in Dancing No Man's Land, does he ever like reference the Peacemaker from Sandy? Or no, I don't I don't think so. But hmm. so yeah. maybe we'll have to tell Brian Jennings to go take a look at that book. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> um, if if listeners who are uh, enjoying this podcast now, we're present for episode three, and they've already heard this question before, but uh, asking it for any new ones, are there any other books on the topic of peacemaking that you would like to recommend to listeners? Uh, in, in episode three, you'd mentioned a couple of them by Paul David Tripp, if you want to name those again, and then also, of course, The Peacemaker itself by Ken Sandy is a, a big one that you'd recommend, I presume. Yeah, yeah, uh, certainly The Peacemakers by uh, Ken Sandy, Finding Bibli- uh, Biblical, uh, Resolving Conflict Biblically. Uh, Paul Tripp, I mentioned uh, in, uh, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands or War of Words. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Another one that it's not a not a biblical based book, but Crucial Conversations. It's tools yeah. talking uh, tools talking when when uh, stakes are high. Great practical book on how to have those type of high level conversations you need to have with people, which is important if you're going to step out into no man's land. Mm-hmm. So I guess that that wraps it up for today. Uh, but thanks for staying down with us, Pastor Travis, and for being our very first guest on a good book review. Uh, if our listeners are interested in hearing more from you, Pastor Travis, or uh, learning about your church, Valleybrook, where should we be directing them? Yeah, so you can find me again on, on Facebook or Instagram at trav.albrecht, T-R-A-V dot A-L-B-R-E-C-H-T, Albrecht, trav.albrecht on Facebook, Instagram, or you can find Valleybrook. Uh, also on Facebook, Instagram, or valleybrookchurch.org. Uh, Valleybrook is in the historic Hollywood Theater in downtown Eau Claire, and we meet on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Thanks for that. And if you enjoyed hearing from Pastor Travis today, you can jump back to episode three, where we sat down and heard from Pastor Travis on the book, The Peace Marriage by Ken Sandy. I feel like we've heard, said that. We might have mentioned that Maybe. once or twice. Uh, as we always say, if you're interested in reaching out to get in touch with Alex or myself, uh, you can absolutely contact us via email at a good book review podcast at gmail.com. There's no caps, spaces, or periods in there. It's just a good book review podcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks with episode 17. Yes. Thank you.